What does being faithful to God look like in our culture? Let's be a hill city in our communities that show that we are different from the world around us. This podcast explores pop culture and gives insight on how we can biblically and critically think about the world. Hi, my name is Grace, and I'm the host of Hill City Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for listening to episode two. Before I go into the content, I just want to give Anchor a huge shout out. They are the platform that I'm using to distribute my podcast to Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. So if any of you guys are interested in creating your own podcast one day, please check out Anchor. It's super easy to use and really fun too. Today, we're going to dive into what communication is and also the medium of movies. When I was in my senior year, I had taken a class at Moody on communication theory, theology, and culture. And honestly, I think that was probably one of my favorite classes that I had in my major. And it was there when I realized how important it is for me to understand why we communicate and how do we communicate. So I learned under the director of my program, Professor Brian Kamerzalt, and he's seriously so intelligent. Um, He makes us think about the world in a different uh, perspective that I'm super grateful for. So he's really shaped my studies as well as many other of my classmates too. In that class, we only had 13 students, which at that time, when I first walked into the first day of class, I was super nervous because I knew that the professor would have to know me and he would probably call on me and there's not a lot of people that I can hide behind. But at the end of the semester, I'm actually really grateful that that class was really small. I think that's what made it so much more intimate and close. So we all felt safe to talk about some gray topics like VR baptisms or echo chambers and we also felt safe to disagree with one another without feeling this huge pressure on us. But these classmates of mine, they were just super smart and biblically inclined to think about the world around them. It was through that community that shaped my skills as a communicator and also a Christian. They challenged me to think critically about media, and I hope that this podcast would provide that sort of place for you too. A big term that I learned in that class was media ecology. And I know that sounds super big and intimidating, but it's not that bad. And I'm going to break it down for all of you to understand with me. Media ecology is not theology. Ecology is the study of systems and how they relate to one another, while theology is actually the study of God. So ecology seeks to understand relationships between several different things. Media ecology, then, is explaining how technology and environments shape our theology and our practices. It's important that we understand how our phones, computers, games, movies, books, and other mediums influence our beliefs about ourselves, others, and God. Media ecology seeks to see the different factors of how our media and technology shape Thoughts, feelings, roles, and emotions. 
When we study media ecology, essentially we're studying cultural artifacts of our world and time to see what it communicates and says about who we are and who the world is. I also kind of want to break down the term media. It is a very overused term that is very broad, actually. And when we say that media is bad, what part of the media is bad? Is it the books? Is it the video game? Is it a phone? Um, So we have to understand the different parts that are moving in media. When we talk about media, we're talking about the technology medium itself. We're talking about the culture. We're talking about maybe even the company that's producing um, all of this content and how it's how it's affecting our culture. So when I say video games are bad, what part of it is bad? Is it the actual game system like a PS4? Is that bad? Or is it the content that they're communicating to players or is it the company and their motives of of what they're trying to do to us that's bad so before we start going into all of these other topics we have to understand that media is a broad term that needs to be broken down and that's where media ecology comes from media ecology is essentially trying to understand how all of these smaller parts are moving together as a whole Media is an extension of ourselves. It's not just a new technological invention that brings new worlds, like the printing press, but it really is an extension of our five senses, like sound, sight, touch, smell, and taste. Our technology then becomes our megaphone to express feelings and thoughts, just like how we use Facebook to express new things that happen to us and give status updates with friends from all over the world. So that means that you and I, we are all communicators. We communicate in our friends and in our families, but we do a lot more than just communicating through them. We do a lot of communicating through our technology and especially online. Some of us have Facebook and Instagram where we communicate with the world what we're doing. We post images of food so that others know what we're eating. And we create bios on our social media accounts that give a glimpse to others to show them who we are. So it's important that these media extensions of ourselves align with our faith as believers and as Christians. And oftentimes they don't. They don't really reflect each other. It's really easy to show up at church to speak a certain type of way. But when we're online, our posts, the videos that we watch, anything, they might not reflect that we are believers who are different than the world. So it's really important that we recover what it means to be biblically and theologically trained so that we are different. Quentin Schultz, who is a professor and writer and speaker from Calvin College, he says that we have a technical skill to create technologies and compose messages, but we lack the critical interpretive ability to make sense of the media world and guide it towards shalom. In other words, He's saying that we have the skills to navigate our phones, social media apps, discords, computers, TVs, and other mediums to craft a message. 
But a lot of times we lack the ability to understand how to use those skills and platforms to bring God the glory that he deserves. So let's be a new generation that seeks to navigate our culture of technology for the glory of God. It's time that we use our phones, laptops, websites, social media accounts, YouTube channels, movie theater experiences, and other mediums to glorify God in the 21st century. So how do we use our Bible knowledge and everything that we learn on a Sunday and apply it to our daily lives as we continue to engage with technology? That means that we have to be faithful people who are reading God's word daily. In Romans 12, it says, make sure that you have a mind renewal and be conformed like Christ. And the only way that we can be more like Jesus is if we read his word, if we indulge ourselves into understanding the life of Jesus, what he did here on earth, so that our lives can reflect that too. We have to be Christians who are deeply intimate in our relationship with God so that we know what he loves and we know what he desires. And it also helps us to know what he doesn't love and what he doesn't desire from us. We are called to be biblically and theologically trained in our workplaces, homes, friends, family, and other communities that are beyond the church, especially since we are supposed to be salt and light in this world. So this might begin by us understanding how each medium communicates different messages based on the medium itself, and then learning how to use that medium for God's glory. So mediums, they have different messages and content. Movies communicate a whole new message differently than books do. One is more visual while the other one is not. So how do these mediums work? How do they influence the content that they share with us? A huge part of my podcast will be focused on movies and the messages they communicate with us. I personally love watching movies and analyzing the different scenes, dialogue, and camera movements. This podcast is going to be a place for me to walk you through my thought process of how I engage with the culture in the movies that I watch. And I hope that these podcast episodes and content will also help you to critically think about the media that you consume on a daily basis. So when I was in my calm theory, theology, and culture class, I learned that movies communicate different things. And I had this opportunity to read a book called Cinematic Faith by William Romanowski. This book is a really good book. I'll link it in the show notes below so that you can purchase your own copy. I highly recommend it for anyone who is more interested in learning about the medium of movies and how they communicate. But this book was so interesting. I took a lot of notes and it's really shaped me in how I understand how movies work. Even though I'm not a movie producer or a movie director, after I read this book, I finally understood what goes on in the minds of directors and producers. So if any of this interests you, please go check out Cinematic Faith and let me know what your thoughts are on that. But in this book, 
William Romanowski, he says that movies are a symbolic representation of reality that integrates filmic techniques and concepts to dramatize a view of life. So movies, they have this ability for us to understand things through a different lens. They present reality and depending on the different directors or the producers, uh, they'll share and storytell through their own perspective. So they'll tell us of how they understand the world and they'll relay it through the different film techniques of how a camera pans and uh, zooms in on this specific subject or how uh, people dialogue with one another. Movies, they have more impact on us than we may think that it does. They reveal something about this culture of what people believe and value, whether that's godly or not. And movies have this ability to create and hold meaning and then relay that to us, the watchers. A lot of times we love to watch movies to be entertained. After a really busy day, sometimes all we want to do is just to sit on the couch and turn on the TV. Some of us love to gather around the TV to watch the newest episode on The Bachelor. While some of us love to go to theaters and watch the latest horror movies, or even lay on our beds and binge rom-com movies and Korean dramas on Netflix or Hulu. Though movies are made for entertainment, they are still hidden messages embedded in each movie that tells us how to think or feel about certain subjects. These movies aim to tell us and to show us how to feel about love what to think about friendships, what to think about society, money, relationships, and the list goes on. Movies are never neutral. They always have something to say about something else. And films are specifically designed to allow us to see the content in a particular way. They seek to storytell and provide a true way of living through how the characters engage with one another, through the different settings, through the different colors. Every single thing in a movie is communicating something to the audience. And though these messages, though they might not be direct or explicit, like character dialogues, sometimes messages are hidden in the small things. They're hidden in those camera angles, the zooms into things for a couple of seconds, the panning around the setting, the moving to the next scene. Everything has a purpose. For example, if you guys think about the high school musical, the musical show on Disney+, Plus, if the camera slightly pans, fixes the focus on a gay couple or a same-sex couple for a couple of seconds, they flip to the next scene with the main characters. Those three seconds of that scene is communicating that it's normal to see same-sex couples in our communities. It's secretly advocating for those types of relationships without having a character explain it. So it's important that you and I are aware of these things, that we see the messages that movies are conveying to us, and then we wrestle with what God says about that particular message, 
And lastly, we have to advocate for truth found in scripture. So Romanowski, he explores the cinematic world and he draws out conclusions of how movies do more than just entertain. But they are the cultural expressions that inform us how we should live our lives and see the world around us. Movies can be a key to cultural commentary. Back when I was in school, I would often go to the library and I would have to open up a whole bunch of Bible commentaries to understand the historical context of the Israelites from the Old Testament. But if you want to understand the historical context of the 21st century, all you have to do is to watch the movies that are being produced today. Let me give you an example. Say you turn on Netflix and you want to check out the new TV series that just came out. So you watch that first episode and maybe within the first 10 minutes, there's already this very explicit sexual scene that has nothing to do with the storyline, has nothing to do with the character development. But this piece of information is actually very valuable because it shows us what the culture of America is all about. It shows us what America and Americans love, which is sex. It might be money. It might be success and all of these things. And so these movies and these TV series and even that 20-second scene is all a reflection of what our culture is all about. I would even say that it forms our culture to be more like that. These movies or that one scene forms our culture to be more sexually driven, to think about those things, to act upon those things, which is a really sad, vicious cycle. But I think that's why it's very important for us as Christians to be aware of how influential movies can be. I'm not saying that we should hide ourselves from these movies and never go out and see, you know, these films or TV shows, but I think it's important that we understand that these movies are not just meant for entertainment, but it can form us and our worldviews can be shaped by these films, by these TV shows and movies that we consume, especially if we aren't aware of it. And now we have to learn how to dispel all of these lies that culture has been feeding us through these movies or these films And we have to combat that with what we learn from God's word, which is the ultimate truth. If the world is saying sex, money, and success are the only ways for us to be happy as human beings, we know that as Christians that that is not true, but that is actually a lie. The truth is that we find our happiness and our satisfaction in the Lord. And that's why we have to go into these communities and to be that light in these areas of darkness. We have to go to our friends and our family and share with them and proclaim to them the truth of what God says in his word. So instead of watching movies for entertainment, I challenge you to critically think about the messages that these films are conveying as you watch. Then think to yourself, how should we as Christians feel about that particular message and now what should we do about it
Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like to hear more content or upcoming announcements, make sure to follow my Instagram account at Hill City Podcast. If you love listening to this podcast or resonated with any of these episodes, you can leave a review down below or on any other podcast platforms. Make sure to tune into the next episode and I'll see you later. Thank you.